中今日一定好高兴，有三男三女送嚟俾佢食，上天会惩罚你噶，完阵后就嚟杀你噶啦！<笑>我而家就系想等佢哋嚟，我哋嚟啦！我都话佢会嚟嘅啦，老祖宗。When take pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. 我们 recap revamp the best and worst of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema, and the perils of the stuntmen. So for October, we do a special Halloween、uh, edition where we watch a movie that is geared around scariness, horror, violence. Gore. They're always all of our movies are based around violence, <laughs> Sam. That's true. That's true. But actually,、uh, but I guess violence, it's more、yeah. gore. Yeah, this yeah. is gore. There's a lot of gore in this one. So the、uh, the movie,、uh, what's it called? Seventh, the Seventh Curse. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's correct.、Uh, from Hong Kong, nineteen eighty six, I think. Yes.、Uh, this film. It's directed by. Is it、uh, who? Who directed this? Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Shit. Crickets directed it. No, I got it up right. I was going to say Wong Jing because he's in it, but I know it's actually not Wong Jing. He's the producer. It's Ngai Toi Lam. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else he's. Wong Jing is the pro- one of the producers. Yeah, oh, he's a、oh, writer he, as well. I know, I know, I know, I know. He's also、um, the. We watched the cat, the cat. Yes.、Um, earlier, and he's also the director of that. That's the last film he directed. The story of Ricky as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was he, the cinema. Did cinema- he option the film rights to those movies? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> he's the cinematographer for Erotic Ghost Story,、uh, one of my adolescent favorite films. Um, I don't know. He's only done thirteen films. Erotic、Spooky. ghost story as well. <laughs> Peacock King. He did Peacock King. Yeah, yeah. We've done a few of his actually. Without、oh, he likes. I think he likes to do horror movies. I th- well, not horror movies. I think he likes to play with special effects. Yeah. Um. And you know what? He's actually pretty good at it because I I thought、yeah. special effects were pretty good. Yeah. Wow. So this、okay. is the, this is after the cat, right? Before. Oh, this was made before the cat. Yeah, I think the cat's the last one he did. Okay,、oh, that makes、okay. a lot more sense because this I was like, the cat was actually kind of spectacular and had some crazy effects. This has got a couple of puppets. Ah,、uh, well, I mean, it's got some other effects like you know the sky and stuff like that. Like he plays around with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know, but not anywhere near as like as crazy as the cat. The cat has like a building trying to eat someone at the end of it. Hmm. You know what he does really well is the um the gore effects when you've got like a body. That's like pulsating or something like that, or has veins or. Oh yeah, the veins were gross. Yeah, the body horror stuff. I think he does really well. What is it? Him? Is he the special effects guy? 
Probably not, but he probably has a, a guy he likes or something. Yeah. Like, it's probably one of the things he does when he's making a movie is go, oh, I like his effects, so let's actually put some in this film. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's me talking out my ass, but the cat is is a, a effects film. Peacock King's an effects film. This is an effects film. So this one's probably a bit dialed back, but the other films don't have the cameos that this film has. Yeah, this like film's Wong got Jing. a lot of cameos. I know Wong Jing. Uh, what did you say? Jimmy Wang Yu's in this for a tiny yeah, bit? Yep, for a tiny second. Yeah, uh, Yasuaki Karada. Asian action cast's own Yasuaki Karada. <laughs> Kara Wade <laughs> is a policewoman for a, for a second. Mostly they're just all cops, but yeah. Yeah, for like a very brief second. Oh, they're Hughes in the pool in scene. Well. There's a whole bunch of ladies in the pool scene. Are those, yeah. um, does anyone know if those girls are actually Miss Asia's? I think they're contestants. I only Contestant. checked one or two because I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> but, yeah. but I think they're mostly, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, they're gorgeous, obviously, but I didn't know if they were legitimately uh, like Miss Asia contestants. But, uh, but in any case, we should kick off and we'll get into the details a little bit later. But before we begin, for people who might not know this movie or the people in it, uh, do we have a, a pitch? Is there a way that you'd like to sell this film to somebody who might not see it? Mm. Might not have seen it. You want to go first, Sam? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, let's see. I want to do a effects-laden movie starring people you love from Hong Kong cinema that you might not have seen them in this way before. Do you like Chin Su Ho? Because guess what? He's in it. And I'm going to show him as some kind of playboy. And you probably like uh, Chow Yun-Fat. He's pretty big right now, isn't he? And we're going to put him in there as well. He's going to be smoking a pipe and being all smug as fuck. <laughs> he's going to be he's going to be playing a lot older than he actually is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because he's just he's really smart. He's more of a glorified cameo. Uh, and you know what? If big names like Maggie Cheung and Wong Jing and Dick Wei's in this <laughs> film as well, if all of that shit doesn't get you, guess what? I got boobs for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Cat Three film after all. Is well, it really? You can it's barely three. realize it, but it's a cat through film. Really? I, mean, there's, there's, I was going to say, it's full on bush for one well, second it, in this movie. There's, there's sort of <laughs> a little bit. There's a, it's behind a shirt, though. She's wearing a long shirt. Yeah. But you can see some, you know, darkness. I guess that counts. I don't know. It's well, there's a bit of darkness, volume, <laughs> a bit of, you know, texture. It's all there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, my pitch has gone on <laughs> a bit long. All right. I thought it was supposed All to be right. a short pitch. Yeah. yeah, sorry, it went on. Elevator pitch. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you want to go, Rachel, or do you want me to go? Uh, I was going to say the two f- most famous characters by the by the fantasy author Ngai Hong uh, come together in this movie and, uh, I don't know, lots do of free- blood and gore. Yeah. And do freeze frames together. <laughs> two, two fantasy characters? Is Dr. Yoon a fantasy character himself? So yeah, um, yeah. So the the Chinese title is actually um, like Yun Chun Hart, which is that character's name, and Wisely. So it's actually these two, his two big characters. It's, it's a crossover. It's making a metaverse, Sam. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a holy shit. This is like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Do they link yeah, arms when they take the drink? I wish they did. No, I don't know. Don't. If, no, they, I think they just <laughs> clink glasses. Damn! But that's what that guy says. That's what the like the author dude who's sitting on the couch surrounded by beautiful women says. He's like, I don't know. I've got. I don't know if I've got more stories to tell unless you guys get on with more things. <laughs> <laughs> more adventures. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 hmm. 
I was going to say, Wisely is famous for being, in character he is, he's a famous author, right? He's supposed to be a writer? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of meta. It's meta on top of meta on top of (laughs) meta. He doesn't write in this one, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, what's your pitch? Uh, My pitch is um, let's, let's get a demon baby and throw it at a demon alien and see what happens. <laughs> that thing was fucking creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. So creepy. Do you know what I loved about it though? Was that after it like ate that dude, it got sleepy. So it's quite relatable. <laughs> he had the itis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do you think like the teeth are like the scariest part of each of those puppets? Just those just yeah. chopping teeth? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the wings I mean, definitely weren't on the flying one. It looked ridiculous. He's like doing funny, the suit, though. but anyway, I shouldn't get into that yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh trivia. So, we got to do some trivia now that we've uh, go 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 do some trivia. Uh, uh, what's the trivia about this film? Chin Su Ho's in it. Chin Ka Lok is not in it. Uh, I don't know if that's trivia. Dick Way is in it in his best Nightwolf impersonation. I thought. Uh, Does Dick Way have like, a, a wig on? Because it's pretty good. Do you reckon it's a wig? Because nah, he's been yeah, balding. Yeah. He was balding since forever. Really? I reckon it's a wig. That's why we tied it on <laughs> with the headband. I just thought that it was his hair because he was, you know, I don't think he ever tried to hide his baldness later on. Nah, but he's a good. He's a good, good guy. This is, which is really weird. It is weird. He seemed, and you know what? I didn't buy the two of them being like best bros. I just, yeah, I don't know. They're not. They're not. Haven't got chemistry. Not a buddy cop thing. Yeah, they don't. They don't have. Chem- but then Dick Way doesn't have chemistry with anyone. <laughs> I think Dick Way is kind of lame. What? What? In this film or just in general? In this film. Ah, uh, yeah. I think because he's such a vanilla um, protagonist. Because I guess he is a protagonist, isn't he? He's like a good guy. Mm. Except he, he does two two things. He does angry and not angry. Angry and not angry. <laughs> Hey, look! It was he was rocking a vest with no shirt really well because he's pretty jacked. I'd say he's like two thousands fit Dick Way. He's a fit Dick. I mean, he's <laughs> he's here to fight and he's good at that. Yeah, look, he's you know what the problem is. Uh, we're digressing a little bit here, but I just want to kind of say <laughs> Dick Way and Chin Su Ho are both pretty, in my opinion, pretty good martial artists. Right? They've been in films that have really good work on them. In this film. Their martial arts suffered a lot because I thought the editing was crap. The editing was not great. Um, and also, I just... Okay, going back to Dick Way in this particular film, I just don't care. I just don't buy it. I don't care. Like, why, what is he doing? What's going on with that guy? He's he just going to mess too, up. He seems like a Mary Sue, is what he's saying? Like he's a, bit a little too- bit. He just shows up and says, Hey, bro, you got to come to Thailand because you got cursed last year. The movie is very disjointed as well, by the way. Um, but he goes, Come on, let's go, to, let's go to Thailand. We'll get you got a curse on you. And then he goes, I don't have a curse. And then he goes, Oh, shit, I got a curse. And then he goes. And, but, <laughs> and they sort of pair up. They sort of pair up into like, Oh, this girl's with me and this girl's with you. And then at some point, I feel like that reverses for a second, but then it goes straight back to normal. Um, and I don't buy anyone being attracted to him in this film. I don't know why he's like a hero. I don't really get it. Oh, also, there's that there's that bit at the end, there's that bit at the end where he just goes, "Oh no, the tears or whatever have expired. Too bad. I guess I'll have. I guess I'll get stuck with an ugly chick. Oh my life." That was the moral of the story, I guess. 
It's well, very she's got sad. a good body though. Uh... Yeah, yeah, she's banging. She's Cat Three hot. That's how hot she is. Cat Three hot. <laughs> Third level of hot. <laughs> That's... Is there anything beyond Cat Three, Rachel? Uh, um, band, maybe. <laughs> band. There's that. That's not a real thing, though. Is it? It's just band. I don't know. Yeah, Cat Three is a... as hot as you can get without being illegal. We were we were discussing whether to watch the Ebola syndrome or what was the other one. Ebola syndrome, yeah, that's the one with Anthony Wong. Because that must be really bad. Because I was already like, make sure I don't eat while I'm watching this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I did read that it was pretty offensive. And then there was a burrito. A burrito. (laughs) It was all right. Had no problems with extra cheese. (laughs) You probably stomach it more than me. Probably. (laughs) Ah, look, it got pretty. It got pretty fucked up uh, when the kind of monsters were chewing down on people. That probably. Uh, the maggots as well. The maggots and the oh, worms shit. is also pretty bad. <laughs> anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Uh, anyone else got any trivia about this film other than the incredible cameos that are all throughout? I got nothing, uh, dude. I didn't look anything up. I was going to say, it's not really directly related to this movie, but you know, it's saying that Shinzo Ho is playing that character, Yoon Sun Hup. Mm-hmm. So, like, TVB did a, um, um, what do you call it, adaptation of it in like 93, 94, something called The Legendary Ranger, and that has Leon Lai in that role. So it's more of a romantic role. And then Shingalo is the bad guy, sort of temporarily bad guy. And I think he's doing most of the stunts in that, so that's just That seems to be Shingalo's thing, isn't it? It's like he gets into movies because he does all the stunts. Yeah, and then sort of acts for like two seconds or something. Yeah. And then does the doubles. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Shinsu Ho... I think he is kind of good looking, but I don't buy him as a romantic lead. Yeah, I th- when I was younger, I thought he was pretty good looking, but I, he didn't really like. He's only really in like a vampire movies and you know action movies, so not really like a straight actor for obvious reasons, I guess. Yeah, okay, it was like a, a pulp pulp character. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It's funny because watching this, uh, he's quite young in this film and I can actually see the resemblance between him and Chin Kalok a lot better. Whereas later on, I'd like now with him, I'm just like, man, I I can't tell you guys related at all. No, actually, another piece. Hey? I was going to say another piece of trivia is that this is finally another bong, bong, bong film. Golden Golden Harvest. Harvest. Oh, yeah. And I got to say, when I heard those, uh, you know, those, what are they, the gongs coming through, I literally was just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. You know it's going to be good. <laughs> it's music to your ears. It is. It literally. really is. It's like a Pavlovian response to me. I hear that and I go, ooh, it's going to be good. It's just like that and the Wong Fei Hong theme. Whenever those things play, <laughs> I just expect great things. Like, I just can't be disappointed by what follows. You could play the bong, bong, bong and then have like Ainsley Harriet cooking some onions and I'd be like, oh, that's good. That's good stuff. How long do you think it would take? How long do you, how many bad films do you think it would take before like it didn't work anymore? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know, Nathan. I hope I never have to find out. But yeah, it, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like if you have six in a row, does that mean that it's going to be shit? And yeah, like, how long know. after cooking onions would you realize that you weren't going to get any more action? Yeah, well, maybe uh, maybe 45 minutes, and then I go, where's this action going to happen? And then they put the Wong Fei Hong theme on, and I'm like back on board. It's like, oh, he's gone he's gonna garlic. He's browning that garlic, yeah. It makes everything better. But, yeah, I thought I was very impressed. I didn't know it was a uh, Golden Harvest joint, but I was impressed. Leonard Ho. Uh, who's the other guy? 
uh, Golden Harvest, Leonard Ho. S- sign and, of quality. Yeah. <laughs> and the two executives, it's Leonard Ho and some other guy, but I've forgotten the other I only saw name. Leonard Ho's name come up in my uh, credits. Yeah, so me too. Wong Jing, sign of quality. Wong Jing. Yeah, I <laughs> no, noticed it's, that. It, it's going to be the sign of someone at least making one passable age reference. There was. Uh, did you see it? Yeah, there was an yes, AIDS I reference. Did. That's my yeah. point. Like, he definitely had a pass on the script. He was like, ah, not enough AIDS references. Yeah, and sexology, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it, I bet Wong Jing was responsible for the bush. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> we need to put some bush in here. <laughs> hey, by the way, did anybody see, uh, was Nina Lee Chi at the beginning of this film? Apparently, she's one of the pageant yes. contestants. Okay, I thought I recognized her. It doesn't really linger on any of them very long, though, so... Nah, they're all like bit part people, right? This must have had like everybody in it, though. Everybody who was on set that day. Yeah. Must have had like so many stuntmen as well. Walking around just the the Golden Harvest building, just like, oh, you, get in the shot. Yay. Need you to hang (laughs) off the car or something. Yeah. Oh, my God, that car stunt. I swear stuntmen would have died in some of that shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But, man, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, that is – there's no safety measures there. Do you know if this was actually shot in Thailand? I was trying to find out, but I um, didn't actually get – I didn't actually get confirmation. Because <laughs> I thought maybe they did because the uh, safety regulations might be a bit lax. Um, in Hong Kong? I wasn't sure. <laughs> Hong Kong's safety is already pretty lax then. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And was anyone else pissed off with Maggie Chung's character? She pissed me off so much. Oh, man. Maggie Chung is... This is like the worst character I've ever seen her play. <laughs> right? She's a psychopath in this movie. Well, like, I thought it was great up. after a while. Because uh, really? Kim Jong-ho is way too, um, way too serious and needs someone to smack him around. Yeah, oh. I know. But there's that, there's that scene in there where she like finds him in the jungle and everybody around them is just being killed in traps. And she doesn't seem to give a fuck. She's like... She's just like, whoa, so what? These seven people just got killed in this trap, and if I step over here, I might die, but whatever, I'm coming with you. Oh, God. <laughs> she doesn't understand so there's plucky. Yeah. There's plucky, and then there's insanity, and that is pure insanity behind <laughs> her. When you have lots of money, you can just show it with a whole bunch of guns. That's true. She is very rich. Yeah. Yeah. She's I think out that, of touch that was why man. she was there, that somehow she financed the whole thing or something. Poss- possibly. Uh, I did actually have that written down as an early note for myself too. Cool cars. I guess there was money in print journalism back in the day. But then we yeah. find out later that she's uh, she's rich already. But yeah, that's right. That I was, was like, like, how can she I, afford that? Yeah, I was like, print journalism was not dead in the, in the 80s apparently. But no, she's just independently wealthy. She's driving like a Pontiac or something, isn't she? She's like driving a Ferrari. Else. Oh, was it Ferrari? Shit. Because Dr. Dr. Yoon, like Chin Su Ho's character, is driving a uh, Porsche. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he's a doctor, so he also has a, he also has an apartment that looks like a cross between a jungle gym and like a swingers pad. <laughs> well, I mean, he is a bit of a like a playboy, right? He has a he has a water feature running through the entire apartment, comp- like uh, the entire apartment inside. Yeah, I he's always cool. talking about some random collections he's got, though, like shrunken heads and all this shit. What were you gonna say, Rich? No, I was saying he does have a very cool apartment. That yeah. water going through. How does he, is he like a medical doctor? He must be because he's treating that guy at the beginning. And I'm thinking, when does he have time to treat patients with all these adventures he goes on? He's more of a professor. (laughs) 
<laughs> I guess. <laughs> he seemed to know what he was doing, though, when he was like, get my stethoscope. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he is an actual legit doctor. I think he is a legit doctor. I just, you know, don't think he practices. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he used to do. he's a doctor I want to say. No, thank you. Uh, he, he's a doctor that's looking for an AIDS cure in, in Thailand. Yeah, I guess. A cure for his, like, uh, what would you call it? Ejaculate curse. <laughs> where if he's, like, with women, he just, like, blood ejaculates curse. blood. No, that, that's what they say when he goes. That's where the AIDS reference is in the, in the movie, is when he does his flashback to when he was there before. He's like, we were there looking for an AIDS cure. Yeah, because yeah. it's somewhere in um, Thailand. Yeah. So it ends up just hemorrhaging blood randomly. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Because, yeah, they fed him bullets. Yep. So do we want to actually try and go through the plot? <laughs> nah, not really. Not really. I mean, he's got like a, I guess the synopsis is that he's got a curse. Uh, if he bursts seven times, he's got these blood clots, I guess, um, which seem to kind of burst whenever he's around women. If he's getting like excited, if he has a boner, I suppose is the whole point. And if they burst seven times, then he dies and he just has to find a cure for that. I mean, that's the whole plot, essentially. Uh, and underlying all of this is like this evil cult, this Thailand cult. And that's where all this wacky fucking horror shit comes into it with ghost babies and stuff. Yeah, the, the actual meat, the fun of this movie. But the movie actually has a number of action sequences before we even get there. Yeah, it's uh, what globe. Oh, I wouldn't say globe trotting, but it is kind of meanders a bit between. It's just a setup that he's an adventurer more than anything, really. Yeah, he yeah. gets into wacky hijinks. I can, I can. I just want to point out the very beginning of this movie is the author of the characters telling a story as if the characters are real, and he's basing his stories on their exploits. Is that what's happening at the beginning of this film? Yeah, and throughout as well, because they cut between. That and the action a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that they freeze frame on the seventh curse, like title screen with uh, Chayun Fat and. Oh, fuck. I can't remember his name. I know we were just talking about him a second ago. Chin Su Ho. Ho. I keep wanting to call him Hoi at the end. Ho. Hoi. Um, uh, like clinking glasses. And I was like, freeze frame. Awesome. This movie starts with a freeze frame, ends with a freeze frame. Doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> Five stars. It, uh- they're just smarmy rich people, really. Yeah. That's my impression anyway. Um, I thought the... Because uh, throughout the film, they, they have a couple of scenes where they have the fighting and the siege at the hospital to kind of prove that Chin Su Ho is a bit of an action dude, mm-hmm. um, which was terrible. Like the actual fighting. There's a lot of explosions and grenades and um, and shit like that. Yasuaki Karada was probably the highlight of that scene, um, that whole fight scene. He doesn't do anything, but just the fact he just that he's leads there. the yeah he he leads it with his his uh, intense stare. He's incredible. <laughs> he's he's just really good. Um, but then that that kind of sets it up, and then he he's talking about going to Thailand, right? And I guess this is where things get really wild and wacky because in Thailand, that's where this leader of the cult, um, played by Elvis Choi, who I only know him as the cop from um, God of Gamblers Two. So I don't know if he's more famous for something else. He should be uh, more famous for playing bass in a seventies punk band, um, metal band. Is what Elvis Choi. Yeah, that guy should be like totally just strumming on a four string, looking down. <laughs> I'd watch that band. Yeah. Wasn't he in Sex and Zen? Was he? I don't Wasn't know. He? He's in a lot of uh, Cat Threes as well, but a lot of different <laughs> movies. Stephen Chow movies. Is he often the villain? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, some Jet Li films is a villain or something like that. Can't remember right now. Yeah, he's got good um, like comedy chops as well. Like he does that fairly well. Can I ask a question? Because I did miss some part of the plot here. Okay, so Maggie, Maggie's character is already annoying. Um, Ho's character while they're like sitting around a pool, right? Like, so she into she she sneaks into. He's about to do something in that like that hostage situation or whatever the fuck it was at the at the hospital. She sneaks in as a nurse, which she just hit someone with a brick to do, by yeah, the way. That's right. She should be in prison. Yeah, a um, cop, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she sneaks in there. There's a good rappelling scene. It's very great. That fight sequence is great. But later on, they meet again at like a fancy pool soiree shindig kind of deal um, before they do like a little chase in a Porsche and a Ferrari. It's very exciting. It's very uh, wish fulfillment. Um, but why does she give a fuck about him there? Because he's not going to Thailand yet. He doesn't find out about that until he goes home, finds a lady in his house, and then like has to fight. Uh, was it Black Dragon? Was that his name in this movie? Dick yeah, Wayne? that's right. Yeah. His name's yeah. Dick Way's name is Black Dragon. Yeah, so he doesn't even know he's going to Thailand yet. He was in Thailand a year ago, and we get a long flashback sequence once he just starts dis- discussing that with Wisely. But we don't know, like, why is she bothering him there? Because she's, she's an just, asshole. She likes to be annoying. She finds that's literally her- it. That's all I've got. Like, that's the only reason is that. Is that she was? She just saw him and thought, "Hey, today I'm going to make that particular guy, life, guy's life a pain in the ass." She's probably like, oh, no, "She does say she wants it." Because I understand why she wants to do it when he's in, going to Thailand, because that's exciting. She does why? say he. She wants to get him like pictures of him naked. So I wonder whether she's like in, into him. <laughs> it's hard to tell who she's into because she's not playing a human being in this movie. She's playing some kind of crazy person. Yeah. When you're no, rich, you can just do whatever you want, right? So I guess so. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess when you're really poor, you can do whatever you want too. <laughs> it's not as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's consequences though. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to know if I'd missed something specific there because I didn't I don't I didn't really understand why she was harassing harassing him unless it was about the hospital thing, but that seems to have been completely set aside at some I think, point. I think considering that you've got a giant Baby ghost eating eating things afterwards. Maybe it's not really. It's not have to worry about it. Okay, the biggest plot on. hole there is. Yeah, yeah it's, not a, it's not so much that it's a plot hole. I was just com- I got confused because sometimes, you know, sometimes I do go on my phone, Rachel, and uh, I was like, was I on my phone? Why are they? Yeah. Why is she harassing him sometimes, right now? Sometimes when you like somebody, you annoy them. Yeah, when, when, yeah, you, got when your you're immature strap. and stupid. Yeah, okay. Get your bra strap. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So anyway, so they have a they have a little bit of a tiff um, at that point, and so and then that is the, the the crux of the movie. The Thailand stuff is the crux of the movie. Oh yeah, I mean most of it, I think all of it. The rest of it takes place in Thailand. Almost all of it. Yeah, or it's either a flashback or in Thailand. Yeah, I got to say um, the the temple scene when we're in Thailand. There's a big temple, which is where all of these cult guys are. They've got like a uh, dark, stormy cloud thing, swir- like a portal almost, swirling above the temple. And um, I mean, the, I, th- I think the resolution was pretty good on the TV. Uh, and I thought the effects actually looked really good. Yeah, and the fire's going backwards. The fire's yeah. reversed. Um, spiraling or something, I, I don't know. I can't remember how they do that. That I, I, I remember that, that uh, cloud effect, like the, like the clouds are a sea sort of thing. Are, uh, it, it's a... 
pretty well-known effect from the 70s, and I used to know how to do it, but I can't remember how it's done now. It's got something to do with water and something else. Anyway. Well, they um, do it in um, Zoo, Warriors of Magic Mountain, and like NeverEnding Story and that. And I don't yeah, they know do it in like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it's a composite that you've got two – well, it must be. You've got two mm. um, different shots, but it's not like a green screen where you can see the edges. Like this no, one no, no, no. Yeah, this one looks pretty well done. It's done in a different way. I can't remember how you do it though. It's yeah. it's grainy as fuck though. It's yeah, it's but it's a very cool like this the actual the print of this movie is pretty good. Like the restoration on it or whatever, it looks pretty good. Yeah, enjoyed, it's pretty high res. Yeah, it was good. Um, I could see um Chintuho's zits and I wish they covered them up better. Eh, his skin's not the best, but also <laughs> he's pretty young. So Yeah. Um and I gotta say that uh the girl who is playing oh, what's her name? The uh, the naked girl. Boochu? Boo, Boo, Buka? Boo, yeah, the girl who's playing Boochu. Um, <laughs> hang on, I'm looking up her name now. Uh, she is... She's not Maggie Chung, I'll tell you that. But <laughs> uh, she her skin is really, like, kind of clean. Like, very... Bachu. Her name is Bachu. Bachu. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll find the uh, the actress eventually i just looked it up on wikipedia dude uh chu sai sao lai oh sao lai chui yeah yeah yes no she was in it um yeah no i thought uh you know she was she she was basically like she encapsulated that kind of uh youthful um siren-esque quality i guess can I can I write? Can I tell you the note I wrote down when I saw when she burst out of the water? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> not just, not just because she's marginally naked in the scene, but it's it's not really about that because she's not actually naked. She's wearing a very sheer white top. She's got perfect makeup and she's got some fantastic earrings. But she she's supposed to look like some kind of native, but she actually looks like an advertisement for a five star resort for women trying to find themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, later on, you can see like the bikini, the bikini mark. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, uh, okay. okay, sure. Oh, do you want to know what I wrote when I saw her bursting out of the water? Mm-hmm. It's all in capitals with exclamation marks, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing when I saw the scene just because the way they made um, Tintu Ho like, like be lecherous over her. And then they did that weird uh, backwards. Um, binoculars shot and I was like Ugh. yeah well that that's the other thing that was weird about it. it's like she's be, she's trying to be like she they're trying to make her act like she's from the stone age or some shit and no, she doesn't yeah, know how to right. use binoculars well not just that she's like oh I broke your thing oh no oh no the gods are angry or whatever the fuck um but no she the way she's dressed and the way she looked made me only just think yeah I've been able to center myself on this tri- trip to Nusadua <laughs> Nusadua <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It could yeah, just be the right. Gold yeah. Coast or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in touch with myself and all it took was just this relaxing holiday. Three days in Ubud doing yoga. <laughs> and now I feel good about myself and can go without my top while I swim in this infested water. Anyway, yeah, that's the vibe I got from that whole scene. It was great. I really liked it because it was so dumb. Wow. So dumb. Finding yourself involves getting naked, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it does. Yeah, why not? Um, I thought that the when you get into the scene with the uh, the creepy death baby, yeah, I thought it was probably the greatest moment uh, up until that point in the film. 
because uh, I didn't know it was going to be proper horror. And I saw the ghost baby thing and I was like, oh, here we go. And that thing was legit creepy as fuck. Yeah, they ma- they did a good job making it real gross. And they sh- the, the dude, like Elvis Chui, uh, I can't remember what his grandmaster name is, but he, he projectiles that baby. He throws yeah. it like a projectile at some dude and it just feasts on him. For for a minute, I thought it was like he was. It was like a quarto, but it was it like so. It was stuck to him, but he could like yes. release it. Yeah, quarto. That's exactly right. Like quarto from uh, what's it? Total Recall. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And it hides. It lives. I don't know where it comes from. Maybe it crawls out of his ass or something. No, but. no. It's uh, we find out. We find out exactly where it comes from. Where, where? we know how he it made it. Work, I never yeah. worked it out. No, no, we know how he made it. Blood of a hundred children. No, no, but where does he he hide? It it hides behind him and then it just comes out. That motherfucker's got a cape, bro. (laughs) He's got like a baby Bjorn on his back. That's right. He's got it under the cape. (laughs) That thing is so goddamn crazy. Or his hair or something. Oh, man. His glorious wig. Another glorious wig. It was pretty big. His wig was huge. But then that fucking, the baby would just rip that guy to shreds. And then come back and hide on Elvis Choice's hip. And just like his eyes were just kind of, oh, I'm sleepy. I had a lot of meat. I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, that is, Disgusting. it was creepy, but also really cute. Yeah, there was the, the fact that it's made out of a hundred children and they don't seem to give a fuck about those hundred kids. That's just, it's wonderful. Those kids going into the crusher was legit pretty scary. It was, was like, scary. Oh, it was children were really crying. <laughs> It looked ridiculous, and it also looked crazy because, like, our heroes, our, our heroes are escaping at that point. Like, we see they're in that they're in that vicinity at the time, right? Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the times where they're either sneaking in or sneaking out of the evil base, and they don't say, and they don't kids. give a fuck about them kids. Nah, they're Michael, you can hear they're, the they're Michael Jordaning all over those children. They're just like, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. It's all good. It's too late care. for you. <laughs> it's too late for you, kids. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, nah. It, uh, those uh, those kids being destroyed for that ghost baby. I know the ghost baby was kind of like a hero anyway. They were kind of like, like you can't be a hero if you're made out of the blood of a hundred dead children. I don't think it's possible for <laughs> it's you to re- redeem yourself at that point. Chekhov's ghost baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Now, you know we haven't even mentioned Chow Yun Fat like hardly at all. Well, um, Chow Yun Fat's barely in the movie. He's a big he's character, the, though. He's in the right moments of the movie, though. Yeah, he's he's gets to wave a stick around at some point, and he's also the guy who figures out how to catch the ghost baby. Um, I love that he every time somebody asks some random question, he seems to know the answer to it. Yeah, he's a real pain in the ass. Although <laughs> so he, would, he would be good for a trivia night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you know, somebody who just asks, oh, this weird seventh curse thing, like, that. No, what does it mean? He's just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know that one. That's pretty bad. Yeah, and you've you got five to- days. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just and, know. Uh, I just know somehow. It's just going to get, you know, to your heart. And then, you know, he's like, he's like, a, what, like a savant. He's like a, an incredible doctor or something. I As I said earlier, I, I feel like, isn't he supposed to be, I feel like he's playing a much older character than he is. Like it feels like the other guy's going to him for like ancient wisdom, but well, he's he like, "Yeah, I'm only older. five. I'm only five years older than you. Like he may be ten. <laughs> he's also wearing a cream sweater that adds yeah. like a plus five to your wisdom. Yeah, and he's holding he a cane. Older. Yeah, yeah, that's a plus two. At that point, he's up to like seventeen. I guess he's yeah. like got the eight, the the wisdom of a sage at that point. <laughs> 
He does right. look older than Chin Su Ho, though. He does like, look older, but he doesn't look old as old as someone who should be giving that kind of advice is, or how he's dressed, like or walking around with a cane and shit. It's very, it's weird. And know. a pipe. Yeah, and the pipe. Do they color his hair? I'm looking at it now, and I wonder whether they add a little bit of gray to like his eyebrows or something. Did they? Is it just the the print? It could just be the transfer. Maybe he's got light eyebrows, thin eyebrows. But yeah, but you're right, Nathan. Like he, he does seem a little bit too young to be as worldly as he is. I don't know who Sabelle Hugh is supposed to be. Is she like his his assistant, his wife, his lover? I, I don't understand what her job is. She's she's around to smoke fools, is what she's around to do. That's how I feel. She is right. Like she's just like a. She's uh she's she's the uh, what's the name? What, what Sherlock Holmes and Watson? She's no, like Watson. a Watson. She does yeah. the thuggery. Yeah, because she does do a lot of shit, and she seems like lethal with some weapons. And she makes a good cup of tea. Yes, she does. She knows what she's doing. I, I you know, what I kept thinking of. Uh, so, in one of the scenes, the Grandmaster Elvis Choi he chucks, he sends people to be sacrificed in a tomb, and it's called the ancient, what the ancestor, I think. The old yeah, ancestor, that's what it which, is. Like a, yeah. one of their old ancestors, which is basically just like a reanimated uh, corpse. And the reanimated corpse jumps on, it has super strength and it jumps on people and it tears them apart and eats them. But there's a few scenes where like it smashes its face into the ground and the people get out of the way. And I kept thinking of Animal from the Muppets. You know, Animal's just like <laughs> got that jittery <laughs> energy. Yeah, that, well, he does have, this, this thing does have jittery energy because it's, it stops a lot, it stops start a lot of the time. But then when it gets going, it just keeps going for a while and it flails its arms around. It those looks. Teeth, this is like again. Those teeth just going. <laughs> yeah, that I think that was probably the worst puppet in the film. Actually, that skeleton puppet. Yeah, it looked what? terrible. It looked fucking awful. But at yeah. the same time, it 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 got to it was it was creepy in like it wasn't creepy in haha. This is a real thing that can exist. It was creepy in like are we at a bad sideshow. <laughs> are we gonna get mugged? That kind is creepy the kind of cartoonish thing because when like eyeballs are in a skull it's like the worst thing ever i think it's <laughs> yeah, the no. scariest thing ever yeah, yeah that's they, why they made it glow though yeah and that, yeah that's what i was saying like they added that glow to make also that glow seemed to indicate when it was about to go like go crazy ballistic yeah before it turned to alien or something yeah, what that the fuck is that HR Geiger version, which is not as scary in my opinion, but whatever. It wasn't as scary, but there was it, during the transition. There's some really scary, like when it stretches the face out. Mm. Yeah, well, I didn't like that. It made me feel the, weird. The eyeballs kind of pop, and they use a lot of like latex. It rips the latex. It looks painful. Like it, it was pretty good. Oh, so it reminds me of that when when Ken Boyle gets all the shit on his face and it starts like exploding. That kind of thing. That was oh, that, up. That's it's literally exactly what I was about to say. Okay, and, she, and he starts he starts pulling off chunks of his own face Yuck. and there's like maggots and like worms Yuck. underneath it. And then he pulls open his body and there's worms. And then someone someone really nice on set throws some more off, off from off off camera. Goes, Here you go. Here's some <laughs> yeah. more worms on the ground. I thought it was just like body horror where you just expose your stomach. And then it was like, <laughs> like that for a second. That's what sells a lot of this shit is like, you know, the dumb puppet or like the, the, the worms in that. But the actor's reactions to the, like the horror, it, it seems pretty good. Like they're actually terrified and sweating and screaming. Like they're going for it. They're not just kind of like, oh, oh, oh this, is ter- this is terrible. 
Actually, I think this is shot in Thailand because uh, some wide shots here, and they've got those um, like the temples, the single temples and stuff. There was the so, hotel shot, but I couldn't. I mean, that could just be them coming out from the airport or something. Or like stock footage or something. Yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, the caves and stuff are probably sets, but yeah. There's the um, just when he does the flashback, I, the, that whole fight sequence as well, where everybody's like his whole team is annihilated by the guys who look like they're dressed like the Wing Kong dudes out of uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right, with their red sashes. <laughs> um, that's pretty crazy. There's there's like a bit in there where I, I've just written down they're having a pillow fight with fire. Is that in the tent? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. They're smacking oh. each other and trying to put out the fire with things that are already on fire. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. It's like standard, so the stunt guy, poor stunt guy, has to stay on fire for that long. That was a long time that guy was on yeah. fire. Yeah, It wasn't a full burn, though. Like, his whole body wasn't on fire, but, like, a lot of him was. I did think yeah. it was – that was a shit stunt because a lot of them were standing in a tent that was clearly on fire all around them. And they were standing there for a long time before getting out. Like, Chin Su Ho was in the tent on fire yeah. while everyone was getting out. I thought, Jesus. Because like, it would be hot. This is why you get the, the Kung Fu guys to star in your movie instead of a regular actor. So they they'll, can they'll do take shit some heat. stunts, like fall through the, the glass and stuff like that. Oh, shit. That totally reminds me. There's a fight between Black Dragon in the apartment. Yeah. And he gets smashed through that coffee table. Yeah. That, that's when they destroyed all, every single pane of glass in the apartment. Oof. Yeah, well, it's a good thing he's rich. So you replace <laughs> all the glass. Yeah. I was thinking about shit stunts and the the scene they're in uh, Thailand where they're running away after everything's on fire and they've got like a Hummer, like a Jeep, I guess, and they must have had, what, like 12? Like 10 they're or 12 just, people yeah, on the car. Yeah, they're all climbing on it, standing on it. While it's moving, and this thing is driving through uneven ground and into a lake, I think, at one point. And I thought, man, these stuntmen, these poor stuntmen. I was really worried for them in case they all had to, like, fall off or something. They did. Yeah, they, a lot of them did fall off. Uh, when they start, when you start, the, it, it falls onto its side at some point, the, the truck, and they all sort of, like, jump back. It, yeah, it's the car stunts. Are, and there's a scene a bit later on, they drive, like, a little white Jeep. And it, I think it's going forward and it actually hits a stuntman. Yep. And it was, it must have been going at least like 30 or 40 Ks an hour and it just hits a dude. And I just think, man, perils of Hong Kong stuntmen. Are they Hong Kong stuntmen if it's all being done in Thailand? Or are I they could just, be Thai stuntmen. They're just crapping Thai people off the street. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's actually, there was a lot of stunt doubles, wasn't there? There's was a yeah. lot of extras running around. There was a lot of people as um, the bad dudes. Like when that when that chase sequence happens in the the flashback, there's like torches coming in. There's I'm not saying that it was a hundred dudes, but it was a lot of guys. Mm. No, I agree. Yeah, there, there's a few big scenes like that. Um, I think I'm, I'm watching a scene at the moment, and they're going through like the jungle and that. I've noticed that a lot of the camera work is a bit choppy. Um, it's like a little bit uneven. He frames the shots pretty good, but then when if the the camera's moving. It's, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, some guy just got like torn in half with a, a tree trap. Um, <laughs> yeah. I fucking yeah, love yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's some brutal shit in this movie. It's fun. It was a good time. Um, 
trying to think of anything else that really stood out. There was one other weird scene to me that really stood out, which is when they're going to get the Scylla or whatever, Scylla, oh, yeah. and they just they run into a bunch of monks living up at the top of the Buddha statue. That was and cool. They just, and they just decide, yeah, we're going to kill these dudes. And then later on, they just go, no, no, we just need them because someone's cursed. And I'm like, okay, bro. And I'm like, you just shot about four of them, and they just live there. You just came into their house, shot four of them, stole their shit. I love they that they, they only furious. showed up. They weren't anywhere to be found until they got close to the top and then they just showed up. But they didn't show up like maliciously. They were just kind of hanging out. Yeah, yeah. That's just where they live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they were invisible the whole time. It's like, oh, no, you can see us now. We're just kind of. I thought about it like they were a, like they were a species of lemur. They only live in a certain level of the canopy. <laughs> yeah. The monk would like jump out, attack him and then hide back behind the, the statue again. Yeah. Maybe that's their habitat. They that is their the habitat, nuts. man. Yeah. That's what they're there for, to fight you if you want the, the special thing. And they've been, they've been growing monks there for a thousand years because of that. But all it took is them going, no, no, we needed to cure a curse and they stopped fighting. So you just killed four dudes. You should have probably asked first. Instead Maybe of just if going reasons, straight to violence. If you reason, I guess this Buddhist, the Buddhist way is to forgive, right? Forgive. And yeah. also the, um, <clears throat> the eyeballs also they are, are a booby prize anyway because... Because doesn't it start like bleeding blood and then the head falls off and all that stuff? That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I think I think they our heroes also kill God at the end of this uh, movie <laughs> because they kill that giant Buddha statue with bleeding eyes. It seems sad at once. They just starts crying, like oh, I feel bad about the curse, but now I think it's, it was crying because the, it knew it was about to get its head killed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, they're not trying to save anybody. This guy's trying to save his raging bones. Yeah, and the other guy's just trying to, like, get his wife to look pretty, which he didn't really even care about anyway. Well, he says he doesn't care, <laughs> but he was willing to go to a lot of effort. So I'm going to say he cared. You know what would be hilarious if uh, at the end Dickway goes, you know what, I don't care about how you look, so I shouldn't care either, and then he takes his wig off to show his bald, and she's like, ew. <laughs> that would have been funny too. Divorce. Yeah, yeah, divorce. Ew, I can't date you. Gross. No, I, d- I just found that whole sequence. Like, it was a cool sequence to watch, especially as the head sort of came off and fell down and blood pissed out everywhere. That was pretty cool. That was like that was like someone wanted to make some kind of Buddhist political statement, I felt. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, it's like when someone in a, like a Christian movie is like, yeah, let's crucify him upside down and make him bleed everywhere. It's all sacrilegious. And and that's how I got, that's the vibe I got from it. Maybe that was the commentary is to say, hey, these guys are actually fighting like, Righteous men. Do you really want to barrack for these dudes? Well, I don't. I don't want to barrack for these dudes. They're actually kind of shitty dudes. They are shitty dudes. And that whole scene, they were trying to highlight them as being best bros, right? Like, oh, yeah, we're looking after each other, bro. Yeah, the guy doesn't yeah. even let him have his rope. <laughs> why doesn't why does Black Dragon get a rope? No, he has to climb. Yeah, you have to climb like a monkey, you fucking dude from Thailand. <laughs> I'm going to use a rope and Batman equipment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I hate him so much. What? Uh, well, who you hate? Uh, <laughs> not Dick Way. You hate, no, no, uh, not Dick. Yeah, Chin Tzu Ho. Yeah. I don't hate Chin Tzu Ho. I hate the character he's playing in this film. He's yeah, a terrible he's person. an entitled prick. Yeah, I don't and think at the he end should... he gets everything he wants, except he gets to also have an annoying girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. He's just the 007 of the Chinese fantasy world or something. Yeah, I guess. He gets the women and he goes on adventures. Except he doesn't really get the women because he's getting cop-blocked. That's the whole point. All the time. Yeah. If not by Maggie Chewing, then by the seventh curse. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) 
supposed uh, no, to be him. So, so he he scarfs down the special magic ball that's inside there, and I love the fact that they're two that the women get kidnapped at the end of the movie. They they save them. Obviously, there's some great shit in there that we'll get to in a second. But I love the fact that they get there too late, and the 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 ball, the other ball, the other eyeball is just dissipated, and it's not going to help anymore. I think that's that's that like was weird. Beautiful. Like, yeah, that was beautiful. I don't know why. And she could have eaten it at any time. Well, consider she had to cut her boob open for the first to, the first one to save. Yeah, what um, the fuck John was Hart. that? I she has like, like an eyeball in her boob. I was like, ew! But then nothing really happened because it was just like, and you know, like a uh, what do you call it? A double knife that just had some fake blood on it, so it didn't really look like it was a cut or anything. No. Yeah, maybe it was, was just an excuse to like do a close up on a nipple. <laughs> maybe that was the That's maximum what- cat three. I also want to point out uh, that in a, in a number of sequences, you can tell that uh, that uh, Chinsuho doesn't actually have any glasses in his glass frames. Oh, <laughs> they're just like empty frames? Yeah, just really? empty frames. Yeah. I never noticed that because yeah, he does actually wear glasses. That's in a, number of, in a number of shots, you can tell that they don't have glass in them, probably because they're during sequences where there's probably going to be fighting. Oh. But you can, you can. They're very, very easily seen. I don't know if that's because it's a Blu-ray print or whatever. You wouldn't have been able to notice it before. But it's like, there's no glass in those glasses. That's a good point. Actually, you know, a problem that I've had um, shooting people with glasses is that you get a lot of light reflecting off them, and it can oh. be actually quite distracting, especially if you're using studio lights. Okay. Because they reflect all that light, and then you're like, ah, it's it's. That makes a lot of sense. It actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't notice that. I notice it now that you've picked it up. Because now I'm looking at his glasses going, yeah, you're right. Completely empty. Um, there was a scene after he ate the boob ball, um, Chin Ho, that is, and it's him recovering and it's like a mirror shot of him lying on a rock in front of a lake and the lake is like reflecting the whole scene. So half the scene is reflection and half is like um, the scenery. And I thought that's really well done. That's actually like a really good uh, piece of cinematography. There's actually quite a few shots like that in this film, uh, which is really weird because it's jarring. You go from a weird ghost killer baby thing to some really pretty landscape shots. And I was thinking, eh. The other thing I wanted to think about in this movie is like ancestor worship's a thing, right? But what if one of those motherfuckers did live forever? Well, one of these douchebags. Like, no, well, that's what this is, right? They're like, oh, we're our tribe. This ancestor is still alive. Like, this ancestor's, like, become a god. Like, like great, 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 great granddad is is still alive and he has a taste for human flesh. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you do? It's well, like do you a, really want to be alive? What, like Mr. Vampire or something? <laughs> it's like what, like, what are you supposed to do in that situation? You're supposed to venerate your, your ancestor god, right? But it wants to eat every third child. I guess you'd do it. I don't know. I wouldn't do it, but... Well, it depends what your ancestor was doing. Like, if it only lived to consume human flesh, you'd be like, do you need to live, really? Yeah. would be like, that's a bad spirit. I don't want that around. Yeah, but I mean, if it ate every third child, but it was also guaranteeing you good weather... Coming in? Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> if it made you good grain, you'd be like, oh, you know. Might be a good toss-up. Yeah. I mean, you're preserving the life of the village and all it costs is just one baby out of three. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah, a good. As long that's as good. Not like it. <laughs> anyway, that's getting off the point. That's kind of the point, but also not the point, because uh, now we're now we're at the stage where can we get to? We should get to the fireworks factory. This is the fight between alien man and baby ghost. Well, okay, 
I just want to say, first of all, I love a good gearing up scene. There's a scene where they're actually getting all their equipment together, like their swords and their arrows and shit. And, of course, Dick Way is using a bow and arrow because he's kind of tribal like that. Um, but the the ghost baby, they they want to capture the ghost baby. And to do that, they need to build, what, nets out of, like, pregnant cow skin. Yeah, and, uh, I think so. And this oh. is just something that, uh, yeah, that... that uh, what's his name? Chow Yun Fat just knows. He just Wisely knows. Oh, just I need knows. a baby. Huh? Uh, the other thing, the other thing I just wanted to mention, like all of the things that are like magic in this, they take a lot of blood or a lot of stuff from just stuff. Like Maggie Chung gets like hypnotized or something. She gets captured and hypnotized at some point, and they make her super strong and crazy, and she's going to kill everybody. And the way oh, they right. cure her is they put her in a bath what, of seven black animals' blood. Yes, black black cats included. Yeah, yeah, like seven black yeah black cow, black dog, black chicken, and and when she wakes up, the the blood is has turned into milk. It looks like, and she's less crazy. But then she freaks out because someone's got a burn scar on their face. What a <laughs> fucking beautiful person you are, Maggie Chung. You fucking horrible, horrible human. You rampaging psychopath in this film. Yes, she does not accept social norms. She doesn't understand them. <laughs> I've only been I've only ever been surrounded by the finest things. Your face, your visage is hideous. <laughs> oh, she's hideous, people. It's gross. <laughs> Do you know what I find um I find very funny is that uh Chao Yun Fat's character and Sibel Hugh as well are generally always wearing white. Yeah, and that's because they're just, heroes. Yeah, but it's especially funny at the end when they're just hacking people to pieces <laughs> at the, <laughs> the village fight scene. <laughs> Uh, that's a good too. There's a lot of like melee combat in this movie. Like, I feel like we're underselling how much violence is happening in this film. I feel it, there's like seven or eight fight sequences. Yeah, it's constant. Or just the amount of gore there is. Yeah, and if it's, it's not, if it's not violent, gore, but yeah, if it's not actual like punchy fisticuffs, it's like horror mm. or like sexy stuff going on. Or like at still- one stage, there's even cool not cars. That much sexy stuff. Yeah, yeah, nah, a little bit. It's not really movie. sexy. I wouldn't call it sexy. Ugh. Yeah, well, it's exploitation, isn't it? Is yeah. what it is. It's not supposed to be erotic. Um, and I also count any scene that you can see Dick Way's biceps is also action, and that's a lot of scenes. <laughs> With a fake tattoo around his bicep. <laughs> yeah, think, his fake tattoo. I also wanted to point out that I felt like um, the two main characters, uh, they would have been good video game characters back in the day. They would have had very similar weapons but like in just say a one and two player shoot 'em up game you would have had the same a- damage output but you would have been able to tell the difference between the two characters one of them's like i'm tribal and the other one goes i've got a 44 yeah i agree it was yeah. a bit like contra i did like watching it yeah i kind of expected uh dick way's character to call on wolf powers or something like he just seemed like that kind of guy oh, he had like the, the tattoo on his back i thought that that indicated something but they never never actually came Anything of it? No. It Maybe they were freak- hoping for a sequel. It did. It did freak out uh, Ho, but it wasn't. It didn't ever come up again. Just like uh, texture markings or something. Yeah. Someone drew in his back. Maybe it's a map to his heart. <laughs> <laughs> or his heart. <laughs> what? Nothing. I was making a bad like uh. love joke. Um. So yeah. Then come on, let's get to the fireworks factory. All right, let's get to the fireworks factory. Well, I mean, okay, so they've they've well, they they've captured that ghost baby, right? Like the little mm-hmm. weird quato thing. 
because uh, Elvis Choi sends it sends it to kill Doctor Yoon, mm-hmm. uh, but of course, wisely he knows how to capture it using like pregnant cow skin, I guess. Um, and they capture this thing, which I guess is kind of cool. It works for them now, I guess. This you know ghost baby from the blood of a hundred babies. Yeah, I I kind of wonder if it would have been harder to control if that other guy hadn't accidentally fed himself to the monster. Yeah, that's true. Elvis Choi does end up... He, he, no, it was an accident, wasn't it? He ends yeah. up getting eaten by the ancestor. And there's that funny sequence during this bit where it essentially chases them while it's in the sarcophagus. <laughs> and it's from and the sarcophagus's... Yeah, from the sarcophagus's point of view. Oh, it's so good. It's coffin, this coffin chasing them down. Yeah. I'm a a big stone pillar and I'm going to get you. It's. (laughs) (laughs) And then it does the full transformation into the, um, what, the flying Batman. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, I actually. What is this? I find that I found the transformation scary, but once it was actually fighting, it looked dumb as hell. Yeah, it just looked like a dude in a suit. And yeah, funny, the problem I have is that whenever it's fighting one of the, the main characters, it doesn't do any damage. It just kind of throws them away. Yeah, Whereas, it picks them up into the air and throws them out. When it does it to anyone else, it fucking gouges their head off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and it's just uh, that final fight scene. It's just between Chin Ho and um, Dick Wei's character, Black Dragon, right? Because uh, what's his name? Uh, Wise Lee. Chow Yun-Fat's character's not there yet. No, he they they get in there a little later with the monster, and yeah, they're losing. Right. Like everybody else, until they get there, they're just bad. They're not they're not winning. They're losing because this thing is super strong. How, just who, keeps picking who, who unleashes the ghost baby? It's it's wisely. Oh, does he? No, he comes in. Doesn't he, he come in later with the Dasex bazooka? Oh yeah. Okay. No. So it's it's the woman he's with first with a group of dudes. Oh, Sabelle Hugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sabelle Hugh gets there first. She shoots him full of machine gun bullets. Right. She shoots the monster with machine gun bullets for a while first. And then she deploys the baby. And then she deploys the baby. <laughs> that fucking fight was brutal, man. This baby is just tearing away strips of this monster. But it, ke- it but it eventually does kill the baby. It yeah rips it in half. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like a big guy fighting a little dude, and the little dude is strong, but the big guy is big. Yeah, and so it like, it, and the baby I feel like it wants to eat you from the inside out too. It wants to get inside, and I don't what? think it can get inside. This ghost baby is so creepy, man. <laughs> I, it's come back on the screen, and it's got like this big bulbous head. I got to put a picture of it up when I do the <laughs> social. Should but- be the thumbnail. It's like a fetus, yeah. basically. A fetus yeah, it is with a tail, like a long tail. It gives it gives me a little bit of a cross between like. A fetal, a fetus, and like an alien face hugger a little bit. Yeah, with the, with the tail. It looks kind of cute, which makes it creepier. Like it's got big eyes. No, and, it doesn't look yeah. cute at all. No, no, no. Well, not when it's sucking on your. Was it on your um spine like a straw or something? Yeah. Do you remember that movie, uh, Boxer's Omen, the little green oh, alien yes. thing? Mm. There's not very many nights that I go to sleep without <laughs> thinking about the Boxer's Omen. <laughs> In fact, when we went to when this movie showed up in Thailand, I was like, "Where's Philip Coe or something?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that, that movie. Should, that movie's happening just next door. Yeah, that's right. They're sharing <laughs> foods. Next They're eating like chicken asses. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> no one ever should come to go to Thailand and not expect to leave without a curse. That's the way it works. <laughs> yeah. It's part of their tourism package. Everyone gets that's one. That's right. Yeah. 
take something home with you. That's the that's the way. But no, uh, yeah, I got Boxer's Omens vibe from this movie a lot in places. Um, not as much. Like it's not as it's not as basically it's basic in the sense of like raw and like unfiltered. It's not as it's not as unfiltered as that. It's not as gross, but some of it is reminiscent. Yeah, I think this is more mainstream. It's definitely got like more notable actors though. Yeah. But the other one's got Bola Young in it for a second. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I don't know, man. This movie was pretty fun. I it was. It. I mean, f- who expected Chow Yun Fat to show up with a bazooka at the end? No one. Uh, actually, after after the the last movie we watched, that ended with like essentially a grenade launcher. I wasn't not ready for it, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> you were ready. I'd already seen reviews where they said Chow Yun Fat shows up at the most opportune moment, so I'm like, okay. So halfway through the movie to, to like move things along and then probably at the end again. I was actually hoping he'd bring out that uh, the M60. You know how that was one of those on the table? Oh, okay. At, uh, at Maggie Chung's like residence. Not at her residence, like at the hotel. There was like a yeah. big M60. I wanted him to come down with just the M60, just go... Rocket launch is cool and everything, but not as cool, I think. Not, not as, as cool. visually striking. Yeah, okay. It, it was a bit of a punctuation. And I love that he just kind of took it in his stride as well. You know, like I smoke pipes and I shoot rocket launchers. His face. Are we talking about his face when he brought the rocket launcher in? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just so the thing good. he does. He's smug bastard. Of course he would know how to operate one. I mean, if he knows about curses, he'd know how to use that. Yeah. What is a rocket launcher other than a modern curse? <laughs> oh, that's deep. That's deep, man. Is that the end of the film? And no, no, it goes back to them chatting in the room and they're like, oh, that was a great story. No, it has, there's like two follow-ups. There's the follow-up around the pool. There's another oh, pool okay. around the pool, like they're doing that pool dating one. thing again. Yeah, the pool one ends a bit abruptly, but apparently that's because it's, um, I don't know, like they said like it's a bonus extended scene or something. Oh, okay. Because it's not in the original Hong Kong cut or something. They just went straight to the room. Yeah, I did okay. hear there's like three different endings, right? Yeah, because I was trying to read up about it because I was kind of confused. And then it's yeah. a freeze frame ending. Yeah, it's just them kind of going, oh, well, you know, there'll be more adventures to come, right? Yeah, freeze frame on drinking. Yeah. As if people saw this and went, oh, I want to see more of that. Well, why wouldn't you? I don't care about those two characters, but I'd like to see more of that ghost baby. <laughs> ghost baby yeah, too. That... Breaking out in New York. News about the ghost baby, it's gone. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, they they can make a new one. They can make a hundred babies. More puppets. Come on, guys, we can get a hundred kids together, crush them in a, crush them in a a vice. Yeah, crush them like a grape. Um, without any bones or anything, they just seem to pop. (laughs) And then you can make a new one. That's so messed up. You just make it cut. Don't you want one? Isn't that worth a hundred babies? Is it worth a hundred babies? No, it's probably not worth. No, it's not babies. worth a hundred babies. But I would. I wish it had survived. How many? How many good harvests would justify a hundred babies? Like, it's just <laughs> it, you can't quantify it. You can't. No, it just doesn't work. No, no. I'm pretty yeah. sure that wasn't something. Like, I, th- I think the ancestor might have been helping them out in some way or another. But I think that baby was literally just like that dude's attack dog. Yeah, like it was to keep him in power. Yeah. I assume the ancestor, though, was also there to protect the village in case anybody came causing trouble. Yeah, I think that's true as well. 
but I think he might have like he actually was some kind of ancestor from the past. Yeah. What a fucked up ancestor. Well, what is your ancestor transformed into an alien, an alien being hey, or hey, something? Hey. I don't know. Not every ancestor fucking like what happens to the Mormons or something? Don't they get a planet or whatever? Like is that Mormons? I, they get a planet. True. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Like, a that, planet. Yeah. A whole they become planet. gods. They become gods of their own planet when they die. What? But only but only a certain amount of them, I think. Anyway. How do you get to choose? Fuck, man. Now you're asking. This was like a throwaway joke, and now I'm explaining a whole <laughs> spiritual concept. No, I'm not doing that. Well, no, I don't want to get Pluto. That's not even a planet anymore. Pluto's like a dwarf planet. But yes, no, I, it's good that movies like this get us thinking wider about the wider universe and, you know, like our place in it. That's Mostly it makes me think do. of how cool those babies are that they kill people, man. If I can throw them out, quato that guy. <laughs> quato that guy. That's got that's got to be a term that we use from now on. <laughs> yeah, he's going to quato that guy. <laughs> it's, it's specifically when you throw out a baby and it latches onto someone <laughs> and eats them. It's a very specific example. Man, that guy got quatoed. Shit. <laughs> Poor dude. <laughs> Is there a stunt in here that you would like? I'd like, like, is there an action that you'd like to do in this movie, Sam? Do do this at home. Yeah, uh, do do. Yeah, look, if I could pull off a uh, a vest with no shirt like Dick Way, I would totally be rocking that. And if I had to wear a rainbow tattoo on my arm, I'd also be doing that too. Okay. Rachel? Hmm. I don't know. There's, there's a shit stunt where Dick Way gets thrown into the wall with the shelves on it. Look like him the whole time. No, oh, yeah, uh, Dick I don't Way know does about do do this stuff. at home. Uh, that's just oh, that shit stunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, shit stunt. Unless it'd be like Maggie Chow and just show up with a, a grenade and a what did she show up with? Some gun or something? Oh yeah, she just no, just from out the window. And yeah, then there's that, that's it cutscene. Yeah, there was that. Oh, we just totally forgot about that sequence. There's a sequence when they first get back to Thailand. He's meeting up with a, a black dragon, and they go to like they're in a temple, and it's like I was fucked over by the the underworld when I got here. Obviously, the the magicians in with the underworld, and then. Like fifty of the fifty dudes just burst in, and then Maggie Chung just shows up and just like wastes a bunch and throws a grenade at them. It's, it's a pretty good entrance. Like, yeah, I'm kind of happy you showed up, even though I don't want you here, Maggie. But you just killed like fifty dudes. Cool. <laughs> good for it's you. Better than being tied up in the hotel because that was weird. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> is it don't underestimate men, and then just left her in the bed tied up. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no. So you you don't have a doo doo. You don't want to tie up Maggie Chung. No, <laughs> I, I I I already said that. I reckon she was. I know she's crazy, but she kept the plot moving. Yeah. No. Yeah, Rachel she said did. she wanted to show up like at the end and just throw grenades into people. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Much. That can happen. That can happen at some point. Um, I want to be the professor who's leading that team who is just instantly disrespected anytime anyone does anything. He's like, hey, hey, don't go and watch that. And then they go and wash it, and <laughs> and I want to be I want to be the guy who gets to, as as the shit is boiling my face off. I want to be able to turn to him and go, "You did this." <laughs> yeah, I blame you, you. You did this to me. Why would you that do seems this? Like a good, yeah, yeah. It, it's, what a great way to go. You know you're going to go, but shit, let's just fuck somebody else up. Just this yeah, is your man. fault. You yeah. did this. He says, "I'm pretty sure he says, you know, why did you go and watch that? Sh-? Very funny. Why do you have to do that?" Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It would be cool to be like one of the guys who dies in an exotic way in these films, right? Like you'd want to just act in that way. Yeah, like maggots are coming out of my insides. Yeah, 
Like, because you don't have a frame of reference of how to sell that as actually happening to you. But yeah. if it is happening to you. Also, does, what? does anyone think, I, like, I know I keep going back to this, but does anyone else think the people in this movie are psychopaths? Like, all of them are crazy and insane? Like, if you think about the fact that he's telling that story in, like, oh, that happened a year ago, and I'm just getting around to telling it to you now because, you know, uh, I've been told I have a curse on me, and I think it might be actually a real curse. Wouldn't he be in therapy or some shit still? Like, <laughs> but these are like fantastic people, all- who, you know, <laughs> who who don't care about them, the people around them, or themselves. It's it's very weird. Like I think about it, like why why is this? It's insane. It's literally. I, I just insane. think people- all the stories, not all the stories. I don't know if many. If any of them being translated in English, I doubt it, but the author's stories are all pretty much this batshit crazy anyway. <laughs> okay, and they're designed well, for the paper or whatever, so people will buy the paper and pick it up. But I could see how individually, like these stories, like like the story about that is interesting, right? The story about the curse and getting the curse put on you and everything, that's interesting. But it then doesn't make sense in how he's acting after that. Like, But if you were reading it in a paper, you might miss a couple, but the one that you're reading will be interesting. But they may not join together very well, I guess. I don't know. No. Like, should Indiana Jones be in therapy? I don't know. Probably, just, yes. She's got another venture. No, I agree. I think that at some point, at some level, they do have to be a psycho because why would you keep doing these adventures if this shit kept happening to you? Yeah. He yeah. knew. I think he did know that it would end with him killing Buddha. <laughs> I don't know if he knew that far ahead, but yeah, okay. He's just like, ah, Buddha's got to go. Buddha's got to go. <sighs> For me and my oh, bros. Shit. Anyway, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Oh, look, fucking thumbs up. Great yeah, thumbs film. up from me too. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm not eating at the same time. <laughs> it wasn't that gross. Like a lot. I don't know. Just, just yeah. like just like the attack attack dog baby kind of sequences and stuff. And I thought it, it it kept the pace going pretty well with enough gore sprinkled throughout, not to be like cringy. Um, but just to keep it going, I thought it was never super realistic. So I was always, I was fine with it the whole time. It was just that first sequence when when he's going back to telling the story in Thailand. Really, mm. that was probably the grossest part. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, like fucking thumbs up. It it, it actually came up in a list of like horror films, like uh, Hong Kong horror films that you have to watch, along with um, what's that movie that we just saw? Um. Biozombie. Which, uh, Very different uh, films. Hey, they are different. They're different. different in tone, but they're fun. Like, they're both fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and somebody uh, on one of the uh, pages, one of the guys said there's a semi-sequel to Biozombie called uh, Biocops. It's got Sam Lee in it, but it doesn't have, um, Will, you know, Wilson Yip or any of the other major players. Obviously, okay. um, Jordan Chan's not in it either. Yeah, no, a lot of fun. That's why I like the the Halloween segment that we do. Is actually a lot of these films are quite a bit of fun. They're creative and they're a bit different. Yeah, there's there's a little bit more emphasis put on like other aspects of filmmaking, which is nice. My fear is that we're going to run out of them at some point soon. Nah, there's so many. Like I did a search, and out of the top, like out of two top ten lists, I think we've only seen like three of each of those. Okay. Uh, we've seen the thing more is, than I don't that. trust any top ten list. I see that now. Now that I know, I've, now that I've watched Seven Golden Vampires, because that movie's terrible. Was that in the top ten list? Is that like it's one in of a the... few? Yeah, I've, it's in a couple. That's why I got it. Anyway. Yeah. All right. <sighs> but this was hey. great. 
Yeah, it was great. So I think this might be our last Halloween flick. That's right. It is. Yeah. So it's a bit of a shame, but yeah, you know, we'll go back to our regular programming and we'll do uh, another fun uh, action film. I think we'll see some some decent martial arts, hopefully. Or some terrible martial arts. We won't know until we watch. Either way, it'll be fun. That's the whole point. That's right. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody. If does anyone does have anything they want to kind of tell us about, movies that we should see, um, or maybe some comments, they can get in touch with us, uh, Asian Action Cast, Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a post going up in the next week or so with a new episode. So, thanks, uh, Sam. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, Rachel. Bye. You're welcome. See ya. Bye. Bye. Spooky!